Jason Fury. Yes, sir. Did you know that in Black Widow, the young Natasha Romanoff Jesus. was played, what, did, what, we got the same one? I just uh, go through the motions. You already know this one? I do. Oh, jeez. But just finish your, finish your All thought. Right. All right. The young Natasha Romanoff, the blue-haired youngster, is played by Ever Anderson, the daughter of director Paul W.S. Anderson and actress Mila Jovovic. I did know that. You did know that. All right. Well, and it was also know. the one I was going to share. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> All right. We gotta we gotta have different trivia sources. Like, I looked mine up. I I uh, I read um, I, I read a, a trivia manual. You read what I read? Probably IMDb. Hell no, dude! I don't I don't use that shit. Well, okay. Well, I. Instead of me doing a did you know? I mean, okay, I'll do some basic ones. Did you know this is technically it was supposed to be the first phase four mcu movie but it's actually kind of the second if you count wandavision because that was technically the first and then falcon and winter soldier and then loki so i mean it could be the first this is well this film. is the, per the first proper theatrical release quote unquote sure whatever that means this day and age and like the TV shows, I don't know. Like, is it still the Marvel Cinematic? Is it still cinematic? It's on TV. Is that cinematic? I think cinematic is sort of the connective tissue that connects all of these properties at this point. I'm just saying, like, whether it's whether it's semantics, on... it's like TV. Yeah, not, I don't know. It's not the cinema. Um, well, it's cinematic. There's a cinematic quality to it. I'd say it's cinematic-ish. Cinematic-ish. Gattaca. I mean, it's cinema. It's cinematic. See, here, here's an. This is a, this is an interesting point that we sh that it, it's good for us to uh, address in this in this. The Marvel what cinematic what? universe. This, yeah. I mean, now that we've been sitting on our asses watching stuff on our laptops and computers for the last year. Um, it is very interesting to watch something that was prepared for theatrical release mm -hmm. and was put on the shelf for a while. It was a year. Bumped, bumped back and bumped back and bumped back and, you know, uh, debatably lost its uh, momentum or whatever. I, you know, I've, I've heard different people say it's too little, too late kind of thing. We'll mm -hmm. get into that later. But I th it, it is interesting to watch something like this, you know, after having watched something like, uh, you know, Tomorrow War, where it's, you know, that was supposed, I guess, I guess well, I guess that was also developed for the screen. But I, I feel like it spent less time, uh, as far as I know, it had more time to, you know, be a direct-to-streaming thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's yeah, interesting. I think that's to more. Tomorrow War is more like uh, maybe part of the transitional phase uh, as we, as consumers, like lean more into the streaming preferences. So it was kind of like, hey, we need to like, are we into ticket sales or acquisition of potential monthly sales? You know, like if you can get someone into Amazon Prime, they're paying a big old annual chunk or a monthly fee. And that's probably going to be better than the rate most Americans are going or people in the world, I guess, going to this, the theater, you know, like you might go to a movie once or twice a year, but and that way you're only getting money once or twice a year from that individual. But with streaming, it's just month to month to month. Very predictable. Right. Um, but uh, I guess when, you know, Black, Black Widow was originally being developed, it, you know, the pandemic wasn't a glimmer in Kevin Feige's eye. Mm -hmm. uh, and it is interesting to watch something with that level of production quality and think, you know, especially cause I'm watching this stuff on, you know, a small screen. It's like all of this 
all of this money that they dump into it. And, you know, it, it is a spectacle, you know, when you're sort of watching it in the same platform that you're streaming, you know, Mayor of Easttown. Mm-hmm. It's like what really stands out is is the story, and, you know, and it, it, it's still a romp. It's still you still appreciate the spectacle. But what really makes it stick and sticks with you is, you know, what how's the story? How, how did they, you know, how does this resonate? Yeah. Um, so I got it's two, interesting. I got two dad jokes I thought of while you were talking, and I was um, half listening to you. Right. Yeah, if you, if you, even if you were doing a quarter listening to me, that's, that's better than... Yeah, it was, it was half. I'll give you 50%. Okay, that's cool. Just waiting Let's for my turn. <laughs> okay. Um, so, Spider-Man's owned by Sony... So it's not technically the MCU. So uh, what is it called instead? Instead of the Marvel Cinematic Universe? What's that? Uh, the Marvel Symbiotic Universe. A symbiotic. Sim- symbiotic. Like a symbiote. Symbiote. Okay. Okay. I, okay, here's one that I know you'll like. <laughs> I feel like... I, <laughs> symbi- I, symbiotic. Symbiotic. Well, it's see here. Here's the thing, though. But cinematic, see, symbi- symbiotic. S- I f- I feel like when I hear symbiote, I think of venom. But when I hear symbiotic, I think of Naboo uh, Gungan relationship. But that's but that's Samoan. Oh wait, what? It's a, a symbiotic relationship, the Naboo right. and, and the Gungans. I remember that. Yeah, it's a symbiotic. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, explaining the midichlorians. Right, right. Qui Gon. Um, okay, second joke. Okay. What does Black oh, Black Widow say when she stubs her toe? I give up. Feige. Oh shit! Damn. Kevin, it's a Kevin jab. <laughs> it's okay, a Kevin that's Feige it. jab. <laughs> that's, that's a Kevin. Um, well. You you have you have ascended to the the level of actual dad. That's so right. You can't, so you can't you are fully certified to be making these jokes. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Um, it's great. Thank you, Jason. You're welcome, Adam. So let's talk about Black Widow. Let me let me briefly just briefly tell you the description of this movie on IMDb because it's pretty funny. A film about okay. Natasha Romanoff in her quests between the film Civil War and Infinity War. <laughs> right, okay. What the why does it have to be all like Arthurian? Well, Her because quests? I feel well, well plural. It's interesting because uh Multiple well, there, quests. there are a couple there are there are a couple different sections of this movie which cover different little they kind of they kind of jump around in terms of her timeline. Hey Jerry, Wake up! Uh, we got we we got you got to write another one of those IMDb uh, taglines. What do you got? Oh, oh gee, I forgot. Uh, a film about Natasha Romanoff in her quests. Like he Hell just yeah. binged a D and D sesh with his buddies the night before oh. and got got a little yeah. too into it. Hell yeah, Jerry did. Jerry did good. Good job, Jerry. Here's your good job. stipend. Here's your cookies. <laughs> Thanks, um, so yeah, this movie takes place between Civil War, which is arguably a should have just been the Avengers two, and Infinity War, which also has the word war in the title. Right. For those that are like cramming for the test, that's how you'll remember that. Right. Um, well, I think it is maybe important to note for the the MCU unfamiliar. Uh, you know where this Just Jerry. Movie takes place. Jerry, Jerry knew that. Jerry knew quests. that the that the the uh, in between quest was an important component of understanding what this movie was. Uh, and <laughs> I'll tell you how I know that because two people now in my family that watched it, their mm-hmm. reaction was I was confused. And right. I think that is, I think, and it, it is interesting because to me, the movie was not confusing. At and all. I guess at all. 
But I guess if you are not familiar with what is going on in these movies, you're like, uh, wait a minute. Didn't so she it's die? Like the, my, yeah, it's a 24th my dad, my dad, movie. Yeah. And my dad was like, I thought she was dead. That's what he said. Well, so funny story. I went and this is the second film I've seen in theaters since the pandemic hit. I saw Fast 9 and then Black Widow. Okay. And I was sitting near um, a gentleman that I'm going to assume was a father or father figure to a young lady who was obviously a Marvel fan, really into it, was even doing like symphony hand gestures during the Marvel beginning when they were, you know, like getting <laughs> getting a little too into it, if you ask me. But um, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. when the movie was over, the dad was just like, oh, I don't get it. Um they didn't even explain how she came back to life. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and then she's like, explained it. She's like, Dad, he died in, in Endgame and blah, 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 blah. And he's just like, ah, these movies are all blending together. I don't I don't know. Let's go. <laughs> and then he just like wobbled off. And I was like, at, at least two and a half hours of this gentleman's life was just like kind of compiled in just this like, meh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's kind of similar. But to be to, to be fair, they are yeah. kind of. I can I can see how he would imagine fifty, sixty plus hours of Marvel Cinematic Universe content starting to blend together a little bit. Yeah, especially because now, you know, because we're reaching this almost, you know, getting to thirty kind of level. And then you're also factoring in, you know, the, the Disney Plus shows, and you're also factoring in now, uh, you know, little viral videos where we just, which we just saw today of, of uh, Deadpool and Korg. I just watched uh, that while I was yeah. waiting for so, you. Right, right. So I feel, I feel <laughs> like we're 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 having all of these little, you know, pieces of connective tissue that are fleshing out this this narrative uh, universe. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I can see to the to the unfamiliar where, if you're not keeping track, you you could be confused. I guess. I mean, um, Marvel could have just done a really teeny like, this is where this movie takes place. A little prepper in the beginning, or I, just do like a creative feel, intro credit scene where you kind of like go over the motions. You know, like like they do with some movies where they kind of catch you up to speed if it's a franchise. They could have done that. I mean, I, now, yeah, now thinking, about, yeah, I didn't, I didn't think, I didn't consider that at all because I know what this movie, you know, is about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess, yeah, I guess there could have been something where, she, you know, she's on the the, what was it, the fucking planet where she she, you know, uh, Jeremy Renner tried to Mordor. save Mordor. Mordor, what was it? Yeah, Mor- Mjolnir. I have no idea. You know where she fell off and she died, and they could they could have done something you know showing that and then kind of, yeah. you know, then, Wayne's World back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah they should have. They should. It could have been ten seconds longer. But you know, I think Disney's looking at it. Yeah, the they're stat, looking the at the stats it. game. They're like, hey, this move, these movies make a billion dollars. Everybody goes to these movies. Right. We don't have to explain shit because right. they're all and just they're right. eating eating it up. And they, and they're right. You know, my my dad is not necessarily their target target audience. Um, so again, nor it. are we. Uh, no, maybe we uh, are. No, maybe we are. I take that. We're back. we're in we're we're in the umbrella. It's a it's a big it's a it's a wide widely cast umbrella. And I think that's what why. What would you say? I, I'd say it's games. probably like old enough to buy a ticket to like forty. Yeah. I mean, I think I think that's that's why these movies are are so appealing to to you know a wide range is because they sort of encompass yeah and old enough to buy a ticket to you know and and until you you know the age in which you don't give a shit about these movies, which is I, I, I know a clear indicator when that happens. You do. You just grumble. Yeah, it looks like a uh, video game. Too much like a video game. Looks like a video game. I thought she was dead. <laughs> ah, these movies, they just look too much like video games. It blurs all together. <laughs> I mean... It's like, it's like 100 hours of this shit at this point. Yeah. Chan- chances are, if you're 
This looks like one of those video games. This looks like video games. <laughs> That's just another <laughs> video games. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking right. about. But you get I think you get it though. I think I get it. Yeah, I think hey, can we backtrack uh, to Paul W.S. Anderson for a brief moment? Oh, God. Do we have to? Just a brief moment. Now, come on now. All right. I just, so, whenever I hear that name, I just don't like Okay, dark. so I get the Resident Evils and whatnot and Mortal Kombat, the original one, not the one we did an episode on not too long ago. Check it out. Um, but he did, I own two of his movies. Can you guess which two? Oh, boy. I'm going to take a guess. Uh, and I have a highly curated movie collection, mind you. My physical movie collection is very thought out. Okay. I don't just buy shit because it's on is, sale. God, I hate to say it, but is one of them Alien vs. Predator? It is. Jeez. Because I'm a completionist. Aye. Okay. I have uh, I have every alien I have every movie Aliens in and every movie of Predators in. So naturally, you have, I have you to own have that. Re, you own Requiem. I have a double pack, so Ooh. it takes up less real estate, but it still ca- catches it. How many times? Uh, how many times AVP. have you actually sat through Requiem? Once and I hated it. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, that was but I wanted to own AVP because I did get a semblance of like popcorn enjoyment out of it. So I figured real estate on the shelf, I may as well just get one Blu-ray that has both of them instead of I wouldn't have one of each because that's too much space. Because I'm right. physically out of space. Yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, is the other one Event Horizon? Correct. That's a, that is actually holds up as a decent movie. Good guesses, by the way. You just, you did that without cheating or looking online or anything. You got it. I, I did it without prying into your skull. You did. Event Horizon yeah, is decent. It's funny because I think Event Horizon exists because Alien exists. It's just a different spin on it. And then later he does AVP, which is kind of interesting. So you kind of like understand that. But I feel like Event Horizon is more of an Alien movie than AVP is an Alien movie. I'll give you that because it's, I mean, it's basically derelict space station genre. It's haunted house. I mean, it's a, it's a haunted house, gothic, you know, space station. Yeah. Like, okay. Uh, uh, Let me give you some advice. Anybody listening, if something is derelict, just don't go in it. Like if you would describe it as derelict, don't do it. Did derelict become the juggernaut? Hmm? That's I, don't what they call those, the, I don't understand those words in that order. The derelict, well, the derelict ship in the original Alien movie was was the Geiger, was the big ship, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. That was that was the derelict, and I think in the Prometheus Covenant timeline, I think that they refer to it as the Juggernaut. Oh, I'm not okay. mistaken. I see what you. I see what you did. I so, I got my wires crossed with X Men. I didn't know where you were going. I thought you were talking right. about the juggernaut. Right. I think, I think. well, it's a juggernaut. Yeah. I'm the juggernaut. Biatch. Bitch. <laughs> so How did yeah. that make it? <laughs> well, I mean. I'm the juggernaut bitch that made it to Final Cut? Brett Ratner. I'm the juggernaut, bitch. Like, what I'm the, the juggernaut, hell? bitch. And this franchise is over. Brett Ratner. Well, it, it died in that form, and then they had to do, you know, what, what was it? First class? First class had to happen because of that line. Yeah, maybe. First in class that line's kinda... defense, it is the second worst quote in an X-Men movie. I would I would agree. But it do was you know also... happens it was to also... a toad? When it's struck by lightning, but it was also sort of a reference to a meme. If I, it, if I'm it was, it was meta. It was meta. It was meta. Which gives it like even less points. That makes it even worse. Because like, if you get, it's just, it's just bad. Anyway, you cut it. Brett Ratner. That's all I can say. He's gone for a reason. He's gone for a reason. Yeah. Um. Well. As far as the the film at hand that we're reviewing and discussing, Black Widow, uh, how how did it meet your your MCU expectations? Well, 
So I, I'll admit, just due to like cir- life circumstances, it was cool to be in a theater watching a Marvel movie again. So like experience mm-hmm. wise, I was pre- and the theaters out here are just dead. There's nobody in them. Mm-hmm. It's like private screenings. Mm-hmm. There were about ten people maybe in this theater, but that's still nothing. That's nothing. So in that sense, like as an ex- movie experience, it was like fun to kind of get back into a theater seeing a movie that i would you know i've seen all these movies in theaters so i didn't want to miss this one i just wanted to you know get them all um but the movie physically itself i think the best things i can say about it was it was like fun there was some decent action some likable characters but in a way that's like a really like i think it was a good episode of like tv or would have made like a good like chunk it up into a few parts i think it would have been a good like disney plus tv show but um as far as just like a cinematic storytelling movie compared to the rest of the mcu stuff i think it was definitely on the low end of quality compared to all the other offerings like you know your guardians your galaxies your captain america's your avengers i think this one's like kind of closer to the the ant-mans of the world and the Thor twos, it's kind of down there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't like super into it, but I also had a good time. So, yeah. But it, it definitely is not like top ten or maybe even fifteen or even twenty Marvel movies, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I guess I guess at this point, you know, we have we have the Marvel stuff that is sort of spackle. Mm-hmm. I would I would I would look at this as spackle. You know, it's sort of it it. It fills in, you know, uh, ambiguous lines of dialogue, you know, right. that were mentioned in the other movies. And I feel like a lot of this movie was just sort of like an extrapolation of, like, throwaway lines of dialogue. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, it sort of fills in her story, but I feel like it also was sort of acting as a, a passing of the baton, which seems inevitable. Right. Uh, you know, I'm passing it to Florence Pugh, who I absolutely adore. Is I it Pugh? Is, I think so. Pew Pugh. You, would, I think. I think. No, I, 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 I didn't look it up, but I think I'm going to go with uh, it. She is so good. She was she, great. She stole the show. She stole the show. She is. She was so good in Midsummer. She's. she's you like Midsummer, dude? I did. I oh, really did. Barf. Come on. We're doing a love versus hate for that one. That movie was hot garbage. Wow. Okay. I'll go to I'll I'll, I'll go to bat for that. I think movie. we got a winner. All right. I'll go to bat we, for that movie for sure. All right. So we did this with Joker cuz I loved it. You you know, we say hate just to get, you know, get you to click buttons, but uh, you know what I mean. You you liked it much less than I did. I did. Um, I think we, I, th- I was wondering like I don't know if there's not going to be many of those, but I think that let's do Midsummer cuz that movie sucked, dude. Wow, damn. All right. Yeah. Come on. It's on. It's on. College um, class assignment much? Um, I will say, caveat there. Hereditary is one of the best horror movies oh, in the Oh, see, I am I'm, I'm 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 the total inversion. I I, I are didn't you like it. Kidding Hereditary. me. No, nope, I didn't like it. What don't you like about that movie? You right, well, I think I want to get into it, you nuts. All right. Maybe we have to do <laughs> do you hate, would you do a love hate on Hereditary? Yeah, I would. Okay, let's do a little flipper flopper. So the guy's gonna come out on top no matter what. The director, you know, he's win win for him. Aster. Yeah. Ari Aster. All right, um, we'll put. Let's put a pin well, in that one. Okay. Um. Uh. I um. Yeah, this movie is is, is MCU spackle. Uh, it's it's. That's really... not a good review. Well, it's. I'm not. I'm not done. I'm. I'm. I'm okay. I'm, okay. I'm, sorry. I'm. I'm paving my paving the way okay popcorn ceiling is popcorn popcorn and spackle (laughs) popcorn and ceiling uh i mean it's a (laughs) it's a fun romp it definitely was you know they i think there was a scene where what is she in her little her little trailer and she's watching moonraker the trailer for moonraker it definitely felt like a like a kind of roger moore james bond kind of Meh. movie Meh. um it Meh. definitely fe- definitely felt 
you know, it, I, I like the ensemble. I liked I liked Rachel Rachel Vice. I like David Harbor. Florence Pugh is is, is great. Uh, but yeah, it's very it's it doesn't really push forward any of the MCU at all. Mm-mm. Uh, other than establishing that there's you know countless other Black Widows out there, right? Um, and uh, I yeah I had fun with it. I was you know stoked to watch it. Right off the bat though, it did something that I I swore that the MCU was above, but they fucking did it. And hmm. they started with a fucking dramatic female sung slow cover of a of a contemporary pop song oh, and it God. was it was smells like teen spirit oh, it was a cover right. of smells like teen spirit nirvana give me come on guys that was, pretty bad. That was icky i remember when that was that was opening. horrible i hate that that's like the worst trend in in trailers that i that i've seen in the last couple of years and they fucking did it in the movie that yeah, that in the movie the, not the trailer in the movie that was the opening fucking why couldn't they just do the Kurt Cobain version? Well, that would have been weird too. I guess so. It's a bad choice. It's a bad. It's choice. a bad choice. I why 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 that? Was, and I, you wrong? know, Kurt Cobain would be like, "No thanks." Kurt Cobain would be like living. A, would be a gravitron in his grave. He would just be spinning <laughs> forever. <laughs> just <and> forever. Yeah. <laughs> So he's fast, just, it would look like he's not so, spinning. Yeah, he's just a fucking... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't think he's spinning. Oh, actually, he's spinning so fast that what you is can't that, even tell. What is that, that blur going on inside? It's like, just... Kurt like Cobain rotating. Reverse flash or something. Yeah. Um, I hated okay. that. I, I hated that when they do that. Ugh. So I think we're on the same page with just like... It wasn't offensively bad or anything. It definitely like had a purpose, but it wasn't like super. If this movie didn't exist, it wouldn't really change my opinion of Black Widow all that much. Maybe there's like an extra layer to it that's kind of interesting, but in the same way that like explaining every little thing in the Star Wars universe now is like happening, where it's like there's a she's a great character because there's such a mysterious past, like. as an audience member, you don't really trust her, right? You're like, is is that true? Like, I don't even know what she's talking about. But now when they, like, lay it out as, like, factual, like, this is what happened, you're kind of like, oh, she's just an old softy, you know? So, I mean, that I, I, mysteries I, I, from that character is now gone upon rewatching other movies. I mean, it's, it's, they really didn't go, I mean, they kind of cut between different eras, you know, they cut from her being, a blue-haired youngster, which I thought was kind of a weird choice. Why the, what that, was it? That was strange. Hair? I think it was like, I don't know. Maybe we're thinking about it too much, but it seemed like the very last semblance of her like normal life. She was just being like a normal kid doing kid things, and then that was like it. But maybe it was just to play off like she changes her hair all the time, like she's red and then she's blonde. And oh right, 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 right. Yeah, just maybe. Like, oh. I just and she started blue. Was, it's even wackier. <laughs> That was a the, yeah yeah it started blue. You think blonde was weird? She thought going from red to blonde was wacky. What do you get a load of this? <laughs> she started blue. <laughs> I mean, let's just do that for the I, last ten minutes. I thought that was that was a that was weird. The 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 opening song was weird, but then. Yeah, then it's 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 solid. It's a solid it's a solid B. B minus. B's pretty high. I, I thought it was you a don't solid. Do, you do the letters. What are you? Seventy eight. You do number. We do numbers, man. Oh, is that what we do? Okay. Well, what would you what What would you give it? What would you give it as a number? I I'm going between a six and a seven. Yeah, yeah which is pretty good. Point, but that would probably five. translate to like a C plus maybe. Yeah, see, I do. Yeah, I do a six point five. I'd say that's. It's now, if a, you're going six point five by a percent scale, that's sixty five percent. That would be like in D territory. I I know, but see that they don't. They're not. They don't quite correspond. I mean, they don't. You're right. I shouldn't it's, think it's, that way. It's 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 a it's a it's a six it's a six point seven five. That would mean that's like anything it. below a six would be an F, and I can not, I can enjoy a five. Yeah, it, it's. But it, I'll it never a, watch it again. It was a fun romp. 
there's probably not very much that's rewatchable in it from my recollection. No. Uh, it was, you know, it was... I would, uh, I would rewatch it if I'm, like, showing my kid the Marvel movies or wanting to watch them in order, like, timeline-wise, you know? Right. But who's got time uh, for that shit with 25 movies out now? Yeah. Uh, but I, yeah, it was, it was fun. I, I was curious to see if, you know, the only real, I guess now we know the, the Budapest incident. That's sort of what seems to be the, the axis from which right. this story was, was, uh, you know, Budapest. woven the yeah. Budapest and they gave her a green vest and origin story and right. which is, I guess, kind of cute. Uh, but, uh, I kind of knew I guess we're I guess we're getting into spoiler territory now. Mm-hmm. Heads up, everyone! Uh, just from the opening credits, when they, you know, when they listed the cast, uh, I knew for I knew from deductive screen appearance who who uh, Taskmaster was going to be because really? they list they listed the actress Olga Kurylenko, mm-hmm. who is who has been a Bond girl, right. And uh, I didn't see her in the movie yet, so I was like, "Oh, why would you cast old? You know, she's sort of a, you know, she's sort of a known actress." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Well, we didn't see her yet, so I kind of expected that 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 that, that was her." The you spoiled master. yourself. I spoiled myself because I was looking out for her because I I know her. She she uh, yeah, she was a Bond girl. She got COVID. She was def- She was vocal about having caught COVID. Uh, okay, uh, awesome. And, she, and she's Interesting Russian. profile. Anything else? <laughs> Russian. And <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, you didn't see her until she's the in Oblivion. It's like that's right, Oblivion. Thank you. We were just talking about Great Oblivion movie. in the last episode. Great movie. I'm glad you enjoy that movie. Because most really people do. are just like Tom Cruise. Ew. No, that's a that's a good that's a good Tom Cruise. Yeah, that's a good it's one. Like, I love it. I love a good Tom Cruise and sci-fi. Oh my god, War of the Worlds, Minority Report, Oblivion. That's a hat yep. trick. That's a sci-fi hat yeah. trick. Yep. Yep. War Spielberg's of the Worlds. I like to thank too. for two of those. Still like yeah, I like War of the Worlds. Um, Oh man! In any case, I, I knew I knew the tour. Yeah, that part was that was a little weird. That whole that whole part of that movie. It was good. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was all good, but it was still just just sort of a it was little, unsettling a middle middle act middle part of the movie. Yeah, yeah. All right. People going crazy with the, with the alien invasion. I'll stop. I don't want to lose you. We're on a good term right now with Cruz. Okay. All right. All right. Tim Robbins, uh, I'll stay away from. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we'll stay away from that. I got I got a few things I want to. Okay, so I thought the villains were pretty weak in this movie. Oh yeah, very weak. Like the Taskmaster thing that you're mentioning, still not intriguing or cool. And then the daddy that was in charge of the whole Black Widow program, Ray, Ray, Ray Winstone. Yeah, great, very. Ray un, like he's a good actor. He was very underutilized here. That was he a was, very. Yeah, he was boring as fuck. He was, he was just boring. cookie cutter. Just he, he was, was basically just like toss toxic masculinity or something but he didn't really do much um very boring i couldn't even tell you anything he did besides sit and like yell um no he was boring very boring boring. um overall kind of forgettable i just saw it last like this week and i'm already not remembering a lot of this movie and i think you're mentioning that like I don't know. I think they're going for like espionage thriller, but I think the movie The Winter Soldier, which is one of my favorite MCU movies, um, did it so, so well. I think that was just like how you do it. I thought it was just a really well done, like, wow, this is kind of like a little different for a Marvel movie. Um, I don't think this movie came anywhere near the quality of The Winter Soldier movie, uh, and it was trying to do something similar. But, uh, yeah, no. But I don't know. It, I, I, I mean, think it had a bit. Of, I, my point is, it had a bit of an identity crisis because it was like 
an espionage thriller for a minute and then it was like a traditional mcu movie for a minute but then it was kind of funny and it was just kind of really traumatic and i was like what is what is this movie like pick something and double down on it don't just spackle all over the place yeah it was a lot of spackle i mean you gotta admit it had a bit of an identity crisis like I think the tongue-in-cheek thing is a Marvel thing. I get it. It's kind of like residual Joss Whedon kind of stuff, like being self-aware of like what's going on, like like the Black Widow being called out for like when she lands and looks up and stuff. That's totally something Joss would have written. Oh right, right, right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That whole that whole bit. That, that just shtick, you know, like yeah, which is yeah, kind of overdone yeah. in my opinion. I I enjoyed it in like Firefly. Yeah, um, but like in 2021 i'm like it's it's very well it's very you know it's very contemporary you know like peter peter parker are are we using our our made-up names now i mean they there's always that i think it works for peter parker and like a deadpool but not like every character not like these traumatized women that are in like this kidnap program being trained warriors and destroying their childhood it's not like i don't know i i will say that's that's their that's their winking at, at you know the the audience that doesn't like you know superhero movies that it, you know the 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 girlfriends that are reluctantly there that or whomever you know what i mean and and it's sort of like uh like, yeah you know, oh, she's we not know, that we, pretty we, we know this is ridiculous we know this is cheesy you know just we that's you know we know we know why do people you have know. to know i don't, I don't know. know but i will say like in the defense of that like from a character standpoint i think it's interesting that Natasha's character kind of became stoic and buried her emotions and like coped through just being like the best, you know? And then her sister kind of used humor and comedy to cope with their traumatic childhood. And they kind of made that clear in this movie that that was like, she's like the black widow, but kind of had a different approach and was a little bit more like jovial. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they were they were touching on some interesting, you know, real, you know, dynamics in terms of, you know, people that go through trauma like that and how they, you know, different people deal with trauma and, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, because interesting... that's how that's yeah, like I I can relate to the comedy aspect. Anytime I've had to like co-produce, I usually revert to just being a little goofy goof. Yeah, I mean, and that's uh, that's how uh, that's how some people deal, but everyone's got their little their little uh mechanism yeah and it was uh yeah i mean so you know there were some interesting morsels of things in there but it it was just all sort of light and inconsequential and and uh uh greg what's the name of the bad guy gryffindor gryffindor thank you yeah yeah he was pretty it was pretty boring I mean, I, really I couldn't the, even tell you his really, name because I don't. He was I mean, just a, a footnote. I mean, really, the only mystery. Yeah, I mean, it was sort of the like, oh, what's up with Taskmaster? Taskmaster. Um, Taskmaster. <laughs> Sounds like there's a mask, right? Taskmaster. Oh yeah. Well, wearing a mask though. I see. I see how you did that. You see. Taskmaster. It's like a Freudian quip, right? With the um, Taskmaster is pretty cool in the comics. Very much more skeletal face, sword right. and shield, all that stuff. So I think I don't know. I th- I appreciate they were trying to add a layer to Taskmaster. God, got me doing it. Um, but overall, yeah, but overall, I didn't give a shit. It's like, oh, that's the daughter. Ah, blah blah. But I just didn't. I just didn't give a shit. I'm so uh, tired. I'm so yeah, tired. No, no, I know, I know. <laughs> but it was just. I mean, I mean, you're trying. You're, I'm trying to find like you know elements in there where you're like, oh, what's gonna happen? You know, where you, yeah. you sort of you're drawn into it. And I, the, I was the, most the, the most intrigued have... by the family dynamics, like the the kind of a little bit of a darker Incredibles kind of vibe going on. Yeah, it was a forced family dynamic and sort of the reluctant reluctant parents and sort of it was it was kind of fun i guess yeah it was, it was sort of an invert uh incredibles inversion yeah I, I was thinking that while i was watching it i was like when he was trying to fit into the suit that was totally an incredibles moment like that happened actually in the incredibles 
uh, that's right. That is right. So I was like, okay, uh, cool. What about? Uh, oh wait, no, you got a. Uh, what do you got? What do you got? You got a question? I think I was just gonna spackle. Okay, I got a good. I got a. So it's an MCU in betweenquel. Okay. So it's set between a couple older Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. Um, so I'm not going to count Captain America doing that because that was like one of the phase one necessary stories that had to be told to get to the Avengers, you know, and then the end of it kind of caught up to current MCU time. But the mm. only other movie I can think of, correct me if I'm wrong, that has done this in betweenable business is Captain Marvel. Uh, yes. Which is when they go backwards in the timeline. Like, they, the, obviously the they had to do it for Captain America, but like, so I'm not going to get super like political or anything, but like they, so Disney's done this twice and both were for female led superhero movies that should have probably okay. come out a decade ago. Um, okay. I'm just wondering, like, is this the new trend? We're going to just like, now we're just going to insert female-led movies into the mcu in different times so you can technically like put it in order on your movie shelf so it looks like they've been covering their bases all along or is this just kind of bullshit like i don't know is it like good that they're going back and doing this or is it too little too late some some might say too little too late uh they they wouldn't be entirely wrong like uh like black widow this movie should have come out directly after iron man 2 when they introduced um, the black, yeah, I mean, they sat on it and you know, and then they killed off her character, and now it's like, well, where do you, what else, yeah, where else do you take it? Over a decade later, though, like like right, eleven, twelve years I know. I know. later, that's so long. There are children that aren't even that old. They did what they did, so now all we now we're gonna now we got Florence Pugh. Pew pew. Now pew. now that's that's our second our second black. Lady. So you're in the Pew fan club. Oh, she's great. Okay, you got a little uh, celebrity crush. It sounds like she's just she's such a yep. She's great. I'll, she I'll walks watch in her. slow motion. Uh, uh, yeah. Nothing I, to say I, about I, these I, Disney in between worlds. You're just gonna go straight for the pew. I mean, can you blame me? Yeah. I mean, well, look, I mean, look. With Captain Marvel, it was sort of like, you know, where was she the whole time? So you could really only, I guess they went backwards into I the 90s. And never asked where she was because they never introduced her. Well, right. But that's the thing is if we're going to have more of these, you know, these female fronted superhero movies, you know, in the timeline that they established, the only way to do it was to either go forward or go backwards, I guess. Gonna go back in time. And I, uh... Yeah, so uh, it, it, some yeah, I, I have heard a couple times people saying it was too little, too late with this this Black Widow movie, but I think it was sort of them thinking, all right, we'll we'll give her a little bit of a backstory, and it wasn't even it wasn't even really that much of her movie. It was sort of this like ensemble. Baton I mean, they passing. wrote it. They wrote it to be at least fifty fifty pew. And I think and that that's smart because like, because they knew like, she's gonna move it forward because Black Widow's out like as we know her and they want to fill it in and I don't know. And they yeah and they brought in and then that post credits with with Elaine Bain, who I okay still... so so Elaine from Seinfeld let's that's something I wanted to talk about so she, okay everyone says she's from Veep, she's from Seinfeld y'all get it get it right that's if you're gonna get reference right, one get, thing it's Seinfeld not it's, Veep get it straight. That's straight. Um, it's basically a dark agent Coulson, Coulson doing doing this whole game again, trying to recruit a bunch of goobers. So so far, she's recruited U.S. agent who got away with murder because he was hot, and now Pew for some reason I'm not sure why because they just spent two hours trying to humanize this person and make her like a good character and then immediately in, she's working for someone we know is a bad character um, so like what what's she up to do we even give a shit is this exhausting I don't know do we have to do this 
Are we creating I, a dark Avengers team full of just well, she, kind of side characters? I don't know. I mean, I sub, sub, apparently it has it has comic book precedent. Uh, she's what Madame Hydra is what they call her. Right. I honestly, and I've Can probably I? said this in in the Falcon in the Falcon episode. I just cannot buy her as uh, in, in this in this role. I just I cannot. It's just not good. I, it's just this whole what what is her deal? She's like always she's got like allergies and she's like what what is going on? It's not. She funny. was just like, it's not funny. It's not it's not intriguing. Menacing. It's not intriguing. It's I don't, I don't know what they're going for here. It's a fl- it like what's it going to culminate in either? It better be something cool because it, right now it looks really really boring. Whatever they're building to, I think. I don't know. I was gonna. Talk, I'll talk to you later about this, but I think we need to do like some side episodes where we just have some like nerd conversations. Because I think me and you need to talk about deep dive. Should the MCU mm-hmm. have ended as we know it with Endgame? Just put it, put it to rest. Well, that, that is okay, the end. All right. Yeah, we can we can have that. Because I think certainly my, have that conversation. Now. This moment, as of this recording, I'll say I'm going to purely judge my answer on what we get post-Endgame. And I'm kind of half-counting Spider-Man because that could have arguably done its own thing with Sony and continued on in Sony world, you know? But we've gotten WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier, which are like... WandaVision was pretty pretty fun and decent, and then Falcon Winter Soldier sucked. I did not like that show. And then has that gotten lo- worse for you as you as as time has gone on? Oh yeah. About oh it? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That show sucks, dude. Like, <laughs> what a horrible setup, too. Because like the things that they're trying to achieve in that movie, I'm totally on board with. Like with the original Captain America and the social commentary. Like I'm totally, totally on board. Like I get it. Great job, Disney, for going that extra mile. But the just the way that they did it was so so poor and lazy and just <laughs> just poorly written poor performances stupid characters convoluted too many cooks in the kitchen <laughs> yeah. i i could yep. do a whole nother episode re <laughs> reaffirming how much that show sucks yeah um, it was a little it was a little bit of a wet wet uh wet fart <laughs> it was not good like I'll argue with anybody over that. Like I don't I don't know. We like like social commentary aside, you tell me what's great about that show and we'll talk. Besides the Isaiah stuff, that that I'll that was good, but only that was like six minutes of that show. Yeah. Yeah. Um I, I don't disagree. All right. Um Yeah, the the I, I, I like yeah, I think I think uh Black Widow is a good six point seven five uh, it, was, it was fun, fun, fun romp. You're like eating tootsie uh, rolls and just giving it a numerical score now. No, it's a, uh, it's a uh, peanut butter. You're okay. You're gonna go on an audio only piece of content, right? Where the only way people can interact with you is through your voice, and you're gonna right. eat a bunch of fucking peanut butter. It's not a bunch. I mean, it's just a spoonful. That's the dumbest thing you could eat during a podcast. I'm going to eat some glue. That might be worse. Don't eat glue, dude. Come on. <laughs> it's bad for you. No, but the the peanut butter it gives you it gives you energy and you know and it protein. Yeah, it's protein. Right. Uh, it's not spackle. It's not nutritional spackle unlike Black Widow. Touche. Um my last and, question. Yeah. Will Scarlett Johansson ever be back as Black Widow? Yes. Really? Yeah. I'm telling once cr- once once we get yeah. to I don't know what they're planning with, with, with No Way Home, Spider Man, but definitely once we get to Multiverse of Madness and already what we've started with Loki, mm-hmm. anything goes, man. Okay. Anything anything's about to go. They're gonna be calling back to every fucking iteration of every character forever. Okay. It's probably and I, and true. They, kn- they know it. They, they know just it. need time to negotiate those salaries. Sure, but they but they now have a narrative structure in which to do that. I think the whole premise of Disney Plus TV shows is just to buy Disney time to renegotiate to get like 
Tony Stark to come back for a movie and Chris Evans. They just got to, like, convince him. Yeah, they pay him a billion dollars and they come in for fucking a couple hours and go in front of the green screen. I, I have a theory that all the revenue built from, like, WandaVision, Falcon, Loki, all the revenue is just to go back to, to uh, Robert Downey Jr. So he'll come back one more time. I'm sure he will. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he will. Well, that's all I got. I got nothing else to say about Black Widow. I think, you know, we're on the same page. It was pretty good. Pretty enjoyable. But uh, not fantastic. Not not fantastic. Not fantastic. Definitely, definitely, definitely spackle. Yeah. But, I, you know, I had fun in the theater watching it for when it, while it lasted. But I'm on, I, you know, Loki season finale. Looking forward to that. I, I've enjoyed every second of Loki more than anything in Black Widow. Uh, I'm with you on that. But Loki, we'll get to that in our next episode. We sure, we sure will. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say about Black Widow. I think I got all my, my gripes out and my Florence Pugh, uh, fandom, fandom, fanhood, fan. All right, final thought. What do you think of Black Widow, just like the spider? Uh, I'm not, a, I'm not really too into spiders, man. Do they like? Do you kill them? Uh, uh, I mean. I mean, we're being recorded. You don't have to answer that. I mean, I try, I try not to, but if they're if they're right up in my shit. <laughs> I mean, you know, the other night, I, I actually, I think I was watching, I think while I was watching Black Widow, I think a, a, a spider, not a Black Widow, kind of, you know, dropped down in front of my screen, and I. You, you know. killed a spider while watching Black Widow. I'm not, I'm not gonna say that, <laughs> but I, I think I I removed him from the situation. Let's say that you prefer the word murder. <laughs> I uh, I pruned him from uh, this plane of existence. You got him to his dinner date with God quicker. Exactly, I helped him out. Yeah, you just. You're like a Uber for souls. Exactly. I helped him ascend. Nice. That's actually pretty powerful, man. That makes you kind of like a god. Thanks, man. That's what you I feel like a I god see. when you did that, Adam. You feel good about it. <laughs> I sure did. I sure did. All right, sure Black did. Widow, twenty um, fourth movie. Is that right? Uh, I, don't I, don't know. Know. I don't 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 know. Now we have All to right. factor in the the cord Deadpool commercial. So, <laughs> well, what about those Thor office previews? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, and all that, and then the the, King, the Kings, Ben Kingsley, the, the Mandarin. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of yeah, little. There's too many. Too many. All, all right. right. Well, that's that's all I got. That's all I got. I'm out of here. All right. See you later, Jason Fury. Till next time, Adam Roth, Loki. Mm-hmm.